You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzadio, king of the radio. <laughs> I'm your host, uh, Nathaniel Bronson Nightingale, and I'm your other host. Barnaby Blowhard. We have no producer, certainly not a dog one, because it's the 1920s and dogs aren't allowed to produce. Get back into the kitchen, dog, and make us a dog sandwich. Haha, <laughs> you tell him. This is a really dumb bit. <laughs> We're not going to do this bit for the episode. We faked you out, folks. <laughs> I want to talk about Wahlburgers real quick. <laughs> yeah, last night... I went to the restaurant Wahlburgers, and I'm, I'm gonna... Yes, friend. What is said Wahlburgers? I have never been. I'm gonna bring you through a little journey, as you will. Uh, okay. As a storyteller, yes. I will bring you through my situation of my last night, including Wahlburgers. So I ended up wanting to go see In the Heights last night, and I'd asked Brandon along, but things didn't work out because... Scheduling with uh, his girlfriend's work this morning and scheduling with, and I couldn't do it today because I've got work very early tomorrow morning. So, had to go on separate days. So, I decided I'm going to zhuzh it up. I'm going out. I'm going to see the this movie I've been wanting to see for a while in IMAX. It's Pride, motherfuckers. I am a proud bisexual man. I can go to Pride. Well, I... I'm not going to Pride, I'm going to In the Heights, but you get the fucking idea. So I wear my gay suit. <laughs> okay, can you describe what this gay suit is? It's cut-off shorts that are rainbow-colored, mm. and a rainbow blazer. I wear it over a, a neutral-colored t-shirt. I get a lot of compliments when I go out in this. I kind of look like an 80s Miami dude who does a bunch of coke and everyone loves. <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, so... So I go, uh, so yeah, I go out and I go to, I get there like 4.30 at the theater and I plan to get there early just so I could have dinner at one of the, it, the theater is in like a place with a couple of restaurants. I'm going to go to Chipotle, but the line at Chipotle is so fucking huge that I do not want to wait in it. But next door to Chipotle is Wahlburgers. Ooh. Now, Wahlburgers is a Mark Wahlberg-themed restaurant. Also Donnie, but mostly Mark. Wait, so it's... I thought it was, like, their whole family. It's just the one guy? It, it's Mark and Donnie. Is it, like... And it's not, like, their movies. It's not, like... Like, you don't go in there and it's not, like, a celebration of the movies of Mark and Donnie Wahlberg. Like... They don't have any, like, cool memorabilia on the wall or anything. Like, you're not going in there and seeing Mark's prosthetic dick from Boogie Nights just pinned up <laughs> on the wall jiggling. I wish, but yeah. It's literally just... It's just family photos of them and photos of them at different Wahlburgers locations eating. It's bizarre. I feel like I'm... Like, n like not in a kitchen, because it's... 
because it's clearly a restaurant. There's thousands, there are like hundreds of tables in there. But it feels like with the photos, I've walked into someone's kitchen that I'm not supposed to be in. <laughs> like Mama Walper. <laughs> then, and then you you look at one of the photos, or like you have a great time there. You have such a great time. You get a little drunk and tipsy. You stumble out of the bar, and then the camera zooms in on one of the family photos. <laughs> Slowly, <laughs> and, I'm caught, and I'm in the photo. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, how many wall is Wahlburgers? Like a, they have like hundreds of places. It's a regional thing. There are a couple of locations. Okay, there's just mostly a few. in the Boston area because the Wahlbergs are a Boston family. Okay, so it's just a few though. Yeah, it's not like like a like a Burger King. <laughs> okay, no, it's not. It's yes. a sit down restaurant. It is actually good food. I'm not going to show for the place, because I'm mostly going to be shitting on it in this, but <laughs> the food is actually good and pretty cheaply priced. But, Woo! as I'm sitting in Wahlburgers, drinking an Angry Orchard, because, you know, I'm a pussy so I can't take real beer, I just, big, the bartender's gone, and all I have is this big mirror facing me, so I have to <laughs> deal with the fact that I'm in Wahlburgers, and I have to constantly remember that it's me in there. <laughs> and the the playlist going on is... What's the playlist? It's all songs about being lonely. <laughs> Every single song. I'm like paying attention and it's Mr. Lonely. I'm so tired of being alone. It's another lonely night. It's all... It feels like the chef just went through a divorce or something and made them set the playlist. A movie soundtrack with that would be quote two one note. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just sitting there. Munching on, uh, what were those things you're talking about? Uh, so, I ordered a, like, they were called Buffalo Chicken Bites. And I had expected it to be like a, like a, you know, something like that. You're expecting like a little, like Buffalo Chicken Nuggets or something. Like yeah. Chicken Tender. But actually, it was really good. It was, uh, actually like little fritters. Mm. Which I'm guessing because, you know, the Wahlbergs are a southy run of salt of the earth people around here they're not they're rich douchebags but uh that's what their perception is in the area i'm guessing they didn't want to use that fancy word fritters because it seems to zhuzhuzh for (laughs) for a uh, for a mark Wahlberg themed restaurant (laughs) yep (laughs) but you know it's like a fritter and you dump it was tasty but yeah so I do that, and then I go to my movie next door, and I'm walking in, and there's another couple there, and they see my suit, and it's not like a compliment, it's like, they like narrow their eyes and like, what the fuck are you wearing? And my instant thought is, you guys are at a musical opening night, you're in fat country, bitch, welcome, population me. You have no power here. I have the high ground. I, I am the musical opening night. Yeah. And then you shoot like a rainbow lightning out of your hands. Yeah. <laughs> so that was I would, my. I would just like yeah. to to think about an aggressively straight couple going to in going to a musical opening night. Aggressively. <laughs> So In the Heights was excellent, by the way, but, you know, it'll be 
out of theaters by the time this episode airs. Mm-hmm. So, and it also won't be Pride Month by the time this episode airs. So, you know. But just, this is a context clue for how early we get these in the can. <laughs> I think this is gonna be, like, in the fall, this episode. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, that is, that was my experience last night. Mmm. We gotta fill some time, folks, because, uh, we only have, like, we watch 26 minutes of content that we have to talk about <laughs> for our usual Watched. slot. Listen to, we listen to. <laughs> Because we listen to radio plays. Yes, so enough about uh, Wallzilla, King of the Burgers. <laughs> and on to Podzilla, King of the Casters. We listen to two radio plays from the 70s. Two of the only ones that we know of in existence based off of Godzilla. Yeah, they were Godzilla versus Amphibion. And Godzilla versus the Alien Invasion. Mm-hmm. Now, Brandon, what that monster do? (laughs) So I will preface this by, um, you can find them a lot of places. We found them on Spotify, but the names are reversed on Spotify. It says, if it says Godzilla versus Amphibion, you're getting alien invaders. So, um, well, it's really hard to describe what that monster do because, uh, it's an audio medium like this podcast um, so, Amphibion... I have no fucking idea what Amphibion is. We know he's got at least one fin that's yes. pretty large. And he, he's quadruped. He's on four legs. And is, But also a pair of lobster claws in the front. Did he... I'm, I'm so, wondering what, if they said lobster... If they said... If they just said claws. I got the impression of lobster claws. Could be. Yeah. But I guess he was more like a frog creature. Yeah. So we do know that he is quadruped, though, because at a certain point, they say, Shh, don't shoot the one with the two legs! Okay, so, what that monster do? Um, Amphibion is some uh, frog-clawed monster with a big old fin. And at least one. Because they say, look how big that back fin is, which, you know, is not explicit, but does imply more fins. Yeah. So it's a big monster, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the other one is um, the alien invaders. Which are basic little green men aliens, but they can shoot sparks from their fingers. I guess so, yeah. And then in um, one, some of them get mutated and they get to be bigger, I guess. Yeah. And they attack Godzilla. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they're our favorite characters in this whole thing. They but... are. And they're confusion by, like... Michigan. <laughs> the wonderful place of Michigan. It's great. Um, but yeah, that's about, you know, it's an odd... They just talk about Godzilla as... He's a Tyrannosaurus Rex offshoot. Or... Yeah, he's or a Pleosaur. They do not get down which he is. No. Yeah. And I'm guessing this is, I don't know, some way of... I don't know, in the 1970s, what they were marketing for? They were like, you've never heard of Godzilla America, so check this out. Yeah. Check out this big old lizard man. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Also, but also Godzilla, so 1954 Godzilla happened in this movie, but Mm. everyone is always super confused when they see Godzilla. 
He shows up in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Like, he had to... Uh, either... One of two things had to happen for him to get into the Great Lakes. Yes. Either he had to walk across the, the contiguous United States and would have obviously been noticed. Or... Godzilla started. Godzilla finished what many adventurers started and found the Northwest Passage. <gasps> Woo! Godzilla did Godzilla, it. Godzilla, the amazing pioneer. No mountain too steep, no water too deep for good old Godzilla. Woo! I propose a third theory. Okay. A third theory. This. So when um, they were making Godzilla versus King Kong. Spoilers for that movie. They they came back to this film and they said, how does Godzilla get to Michigan out of nowhere? It's a body of water and there's, you know, it's hard to get in there. But wait a second. What if the earth was hollow? So this audio play definitively led to the hollow earth in the movies. <laughs> it's a through line right there. Also, Amphibion is implied to have been the cause of every... On every horrible thing that ever happened in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh yeah, just everything. Yeah. Like for hundreds of years. <laughs> Catch a wave, dude. Ah! <laughs> like, why did they have California accents? Those. It it's would have Miami. to be Florida. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. It's> Miami. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calabunga, dude. Whoa. Like They're just Ninja Turtle fans. <laughs> This was this was ten years before Ninja Turtles, before the TV show. They but just you know the TV the show was just a documentary of their lives. So. <laughs> exactly. Or they were into weird gritty uh, comics that were parodies of Daredevil. <laughs> exactly, that was the real reason. It all connects back to these audio plays. Yeah, so they're they're like twenty six minutes total. It's about thirteen minutes each. Yeah, very short. Um, the monster fights, the descriptions, anyways, are incredibly short. It's literally just people yelling, "Ooh ah, get out of the way!" <laughs> oh look, Godzilla's gonna snap that guy's neck. <laughs> yes, little Timmy, indeed. There is at least uh, for human characters a body count of one in this movie. Oh yeah, in this. That uh, surfer guy definitely video? dies. Yeah, like, so, a surfer guy dies as Godzilla's emerging, and someone's like, we need to go help him. No, didn't you see? Amphibion smacked him with his fin. He's dead. Dead as a doorknob. He's so dead that, as dead as I want every commie, <laughs> he's as dead as all those Native Americans on the Trail of Tears. Indeed. Yes. This is me, 1970 man. <laughs> but 1970s, like, but they all talk like it's the fucking 50s. They do. I don't know if it was just some kind of weird throwback in a way. Yeah, it's like a 50s B-movie. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, that was 20 years back, so maybe it was some, like, throwback <laughs> for the times. Because, you know, I don't think there was that many audio plays in the 70s. Yeah. But it was an interesting experience to... Because, um, you know, uh... Kaiju films are kind of visual. <laughs> Mo most of the enjoyment comes from seeing the monsters beat up each other. Yeah, this is not the medium meant for these. <laughs> no, no, no. If we were doing, like, any other kind of series of things, maybe, but 
monster films do not work great in an audio format like this. Specifically big monsters that are action focused. Yeah. Like it's just weird being like, oh, and then one of the characters goes, oh, I wish I had a camera for this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It reminds me of that, of that scene from Gravity Falls where it's just the shadows. <laughs> and like, whoa, that looked really expensive. <laughs> God. So. I didn't hate it, though. I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. Especially for the time. It wasn't like... Yeah. If we had to listen to a movie-length version of this, I probably would have gotten annoyed eventually. But... Oh, for sure. For 26 minutes, it was fine. For two separate narratives. Yeah. And it the camp level is very high. It is. The old captain that sounds like Quint. Yeah. In 99, Godzilla's go into the water. <laughs> Ghidorah in the water. Ghidorah smell the blood. <laughs> and on top of that, the... We are alien invaders. Yeah. From the planet of always sun. Yeah. Bleep, bloop, bleep. It's cold here, but we need that, because <laughs> it is too hot on our planet. Time to enslave humanity. Well, yeah. And he had, like, an assistant. He was like, yes, that's right, boss. Yeah. It was, uh, it was an interesting time. It was. So. <laughs> It's interesting that with these audio plays as well, when I first thought, when I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be just like people reading. And I was like, okay, okay. But like more of an audio book kind of thing. But no, like there's, there is a plethora yeah. of things in the soundscape. Like it's pretty cool. Like you'd be, you know, for this kind of format where like, you know, the teenage lovers are driving their car and you hear like the music on the radio yeah. in the backdrop, and it's like this is this this significantly raises it compared to if it was just them going, "What's up, sweetie? Nothing, Brad. <laughs> cool. Oh, look, a UFO. He is so casual about that. He is very <laughs> casual. It's fun. Like so, he's um, like he's talking in a way where it sounds like he planned to be there to see the UFO." Yeah. And his girlfriend's like, first she's like, ah, you're silly, I want to make out with you. And then she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Is the, um, do we break down the plots of these two things yet? Is there much plot to break down? Um, <laughs> Sailors see Godzilla fighting Amphibion. The fight, the fight, uh, rolls onto the, uh, beaches of Florida. Godzilla kills Amphibion, goes back to the water. By presumably That's... snapping his neck? Yes. That is the plot of the first, of Godzilla versus Amphibion. The More complex, slightly, Godzilla emerges in Lake Huron. Alien invaders put eggs in Lake <laughs> Michigan. Yep. Uh, teenagers see alien invaders. Uh... Godzilla being near Lake Michigan raises the temperature enough to make the eggs hatch and mutate the aliens into giant aliens. Godzilla and the aliens fight. Godzilla kills the giant aliens and the UFO uh, flies off to maybe come another day, maybe try a different weaker planet without a Godzilla! Bum, bum, bum. They literally said that at the end. Yes. Like, 
some planet that what doesn't have a Godzilla. Dum dum dum. Bum bum. I'm a little surprised there's only two of these. Yeah. I figure like with that format, you could just make like talking like ten of them. Well, it looked based on the cover art for the uh, album. Like it's a tie-in. Like it was just a tie-in a uh, record that you got with a Godzilla toy. I would figure. Yeah. So like, you know. So kid I mean, would get it fun. for Christmas with like his Godzilla action figure in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, it's like cool. Yeah. Um, there's so it's interesting just to see how they tried to broaden the demographic where they're like, oh, like you know, the kid may have bought the Godzilla toy, but he may not know what Godzilla is. Yeah. So ooh, check this out. Jasper's whining. Yes. He, he was trying to make dog sandwiches because he didn't get we were doing a bit earlier. <laughs> and he, he made a mess of things. Oh, my goodness. Jasper, I know you were trying to make his PB&Js, but you just kind of, like, ate the jar of peanut butter. Yeah. So, like, we can't really just have a jelly sandwich because we're not psychopaths. Yeah. So, like, could you maybe just put some dog bones in there or something? I don't know. Make some variety in there. <laughs> Hey, but, what's um, Jasper's favorite police procedural? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. A TV show about cops solving crimes. This is a lead-up to a joke. I have the answer. I don't know. What is Jasper's best Jasper's cop procedural? Jasper's cop... Yeah, that... Bones. <laughs> <laughs> you know Wahlburgers broke me guys yeah Wahlburg- <laughs> yes let's start playing uh uh mr blue uh <laughs> mr lonely <laughs> the Wahlburgers just broke you is it also something where i mean we can cut this out of the podcast but for more context are the Wahlburgers like Super homophobic. The Wahlbergs are... I mean, they're traditional Southies. And Southie culture is pretty homophobic. I don't think Mark Wahlberg has ever done anything explicitly homophobic. He did once, you know, blind a Korean man, but... that Wait. That's not homophobic. That's just bigoted. Wow. Good to know. <laughs> that's just general. Wahlberger support pride. <laughs> Not so much AAPI, but... <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, God, the Walpurgs. Jasper's like, you can't talk shit about that. We're going to get a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Wahlburgers. Mm, whatever the fuck Nolan ate last night. <laughs> God. That was pretty good. Oh, God. What were... Okay, so... What is your experience with radio plays, Nolan? Have you heard... How many have you listened to before? I had to listen to one in college for a class. Okay. Uh, that was a lot darker than this one. It was a... Uh, it was in a unit uh, in a class called Theater and Violence uh, on lynching plays. So it was... Uh, uh, yeah, but what? Like... So, Theater and Violence was a class taught by my professor, Anna Andes, wonderful woman, uh, who, about the ways that theater can 
portray and talk about violence. Uh, and it was dissected into four sections. The first uh, was aesthetic of violence, which was what all of us were expecting when we signed up for the class, where it was like, just, you know, fun, violent plays. So our first unit was uh, three of Martin McDonough's plays. So mm. Martin McDonough, one of my favorite playwrights. The uh, last play I saw before Broadway shut down uh, was one of his. Uh, just, you know, it's about shitty people... Uh, Having funny arguments with each other until they start killing each other. That's the plot of every McDonough play. Woo! Uh, but then, you know, the other units were about how plays talk about other forms of violence that are prevalent in... That are prevalent to talk about. So, one of those units was lynching plays. To talk about a bunch of plays that were written... It, by uh, women of color from the American South to talk about uh, lynching. And a radio play about it was one of them. This is too dark for our Godzilla podcast, so I'm going to wrap this up. Wahlburgers! <laughs> Funny, goofy stuff. Let's Michigan! Woo! Yeah, so you've listened to a couple. I remember... Do you remember back in... I think it was middle school or high school we listened to one. I remember we listened to one in, in middle school. It wasn't about the... It was like the... I swear it was like a, a blind old man and a kid castaway or something. No, oh, no. We listened about. to an audio book together in middle school. Oh, okay. Of, uh, it was like... Okay. Timothy of the K? I think. Is that the one where, like... Yeah. It's him and an old... An old, uh... Uh, Yeah, and so he goes blind, and an old Caribbean uh, man is, uh, is help. He and the old Caribbean man are surviving on the, uh, on this cay they get, uh, they get, uh, stranded on after a, after a boat sinks. Okay, because I swear in that there was sound effects, too. There were, most audiobooks still include some sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Uh, high-end ones you actually pay for. Not like the free ones people do for public domain books, but yeah, most audiobooks will have something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... It adds a good amount to the experience. That oh, I think I've also listened to that. some radio play, uh, just performances of Shakespeare stuff. Oh, okay. Didn't think about that, but yeah, I have. I, I mean, which is better, Shakespeare or Godzilla versus Amphibion? Depends on the Shakespeare. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Godzilla versus Amphibion. Sometimes better than Shakespeare. <laughs> Mostly better than the Comedy of Errors. Dang. I directed a production of the Comedy of Errors in high school. I know, I was in it. Yeah, Brandon was the star of it. <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting time. Um, it was. Yeah, could you... Uh, Remember that time where most of the cast just stopped? Just quit, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like three people holding it together and reading out of the binder. Yeah. Woo! I played like a major portion of that cast. Oh yeah. It wasn't really an option. Yeah. Whether or not. But um Yeah, so it was an interesting experience to have this new medium of an audio medium, because you know we have a nice sound set up here, so 
it's good to listen to something like that and just sort of focus on like Godzilla roars in this movie or yeah. in this audio in this audio play that was fun to do so that was good stuff yeah I think um, I look forward to where we uh, um, we explore other mediums as well with Godzilla down the line yeah like oh one we'll talk about at the end of the episode that's coming up oh yeah for sure Jasper's eating an empty bag of uh, dog food right now yeah it keeps him distracted uh, oh wait I can't sing songs on here to fill time that's public that's not public domain don't worry we got it so um so yeah I think we're here to be fun to uh, what are some of your favorite moments from this? audio play and then I can probably splice them in here okay so any any line the old sea captain said I like <laughs> so just put in an old sea captain line right now <laughs> now that we're out of the marks of Lake Huron captain we should have smooth sailing there's still a ways to go Will Lake Michigan's a mighty big body of water uh, obviously we've talked about enough I really loved Michigan. <laughs> Lake Michigan. A typically strange earth name. We shall enslave humanity. <laughs> and of course... What's he doing, Dad? He looks like he's snapping Amphibion's neck, son. <laughs> Jeez, Dad, I hope he gets him. <laughs> Moments like that are... Yeah. Wow, beautiful. How about you? What were your favorites? I got about... I like the... I like the surfer dudes. <laughs> nah, bro. This wave is like five feet, man. Yeah. Whoa! That's a big fin! And then the, the other guy's like, a hundred feet yard... A hundred yards to the south. Look at that. That's a fin. And the guy goes, you're just a bummer, man. And then, like, he gets killed. Yeah. So it was great. Um, I like that. I think that was my favorite part in the Aliens. So Just anything. Man. Where does Amphibion rank for you in the kaiju hierarchy? I mean, we so, we know so little about him. Uh, it sounds like he goes off. He go he goes out like pretty much without a fight. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna fight you, Godzilla, and Godzilla goes, "All right, snaps neck." So would you say he's tell your that least... to Amphibion snaps neck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you say he's your least favorite kaiju so far? Okay, ones that are actually kaijus. I mean, he sounds more interesting than the big ants from Manila. Like, the most boring ones to me are just, it's a bigger thing. Okay, so... So the ants are your least favorite kaiju. The When they're big, yeah, the giant ones. So... Wait. What you're saying? No. 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 Is that no Manila, Manila is not no, your least no. favorite kaiju. Yes. It's how tall is Manila? I thought Manila didn't even qualify. Manila qualifies. Okay, then it's Manila then. Like, <laughs> I was thinking like monsters that could go toe to toe with Godzilla kind of deal. Hey, Manila, Manila could not go toe to toe. On an existential <laughs> level, Manila went toe to toe with Godzilla. Forcing him to consider fatherhood. 
<laughs> but if he chose not Brandon, to, he we, could punt that little fucker right into the ocean. Brandon, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Yeah. Would you rather take a punch to the face or be a father? <laughs> <laughs> Manila can go toe to toe. He should have stayed on that egg and Godzilla should have scrambled him up. Just scrambled him up to nothing. It's just, wow. I mean, you almost caught me there. Goodness. I saw the wheels start spinning when you realized what I was setting you up for. I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Dang. But yeah, Amphibion's pretty low because you don't even know what he looks like, but he's higher than that because he didn't actively annoy me. He was just big frog monster, I guess, with fins. And claws. And claws. Whether it was a crab claws or, like, claws like Godzilla has, we don't know. Yeah, so, um, that was overall thoughts. I think it was a pretty fun time. I mean... (laughs) It was fun to do something different. It was was fun to do something different. And it was only... It's less than half an hour, so if you want to listen to both... Oh, oh, Jasper's like, come on, hurry it up, hurry it up. (laughs) Yeah, so we're gonna... We liked it enough. We would definitely not dissuade people from listening on Spotify. It's very short. Uh, and so we're going to... What are we doing next week, Brandon? Well, we are actually going to watch something that's not a movie this time. We're going to do something a little different. Ooh. So um, we're actually going to start doing ep- a few episodes because I'm not sure how long is the series. It's, I think it's like 13 episodes, okay. 10 maybe. So maybe two or three parts yeah. on, what's the name of it? Godzilla Singular Point. The God's, new yes. Netflix show dropping June 24th, so already dropped for anyone who is listening to this episode. Not dropped yet for us. Oh yeah, but yeah. we're eagerly awaiting. Godzilla Singular Point, we're doing a, just breaking it down over a couple of episodes. Oh yeah, it'll be a fun time. We look forward to breaking down a whole season of a show because that can help us out with another series that is not Godzilla related at all that we're thinking about doing down the line by a while. But until then, yeah, we're doing Singular Point. Next up. Yeah. Uh, tell them where they can find us, Brandon. Well, if you go to this certain address. We only remember to do this every <laughs> once in a while, so take note while you can. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... Um, our our Twitter is at Podzilla C. The C stands for can't remember to do this every time. And you can send us questions at kingofthecasters at gmail.com, which is where ask us questions, send us movies we want us to watch, anything like that. We're open on doing it, and we'll answer your questions in the episode. Yeah, and uh, we haven't said in a while, so credit for our wonderful theme song. Uh, which we reskinned a little bit for our opening joke, uh, goes to <laughs> Dahlia Hamilton. Uh, and credit for our cover art goes to... Yeah, Jadjabak. Great artist, really great stuff. Um, made this incredible uh, cover, which is inspired by a very famous album. But that's about it, because I think our producer has to pee. <laughs> so thank you for listening. See you next time, baby! Catch you later.